Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Solving Healthcare podcast show. Uh, normally, I start my podcast with a quote or something interesting that the person I'm interviewing has said, but today is a little bit differently. This is actually a webinar that I felt was valuable to add as a podcast. And also, if you want to watch the webinar, you can either go to my uh, website, which is www.solvinghealthcare.net, or you can go to my YouTube page, which is also Solving Healthcare, and watch the webinar in lieu of listening to the podcast. However, if you're driving on the road or you prefer podcasts, just take a listen. I think you'll find this interesting. And it's something of value that you can offer to your employees that is simple to implement and can add value in ways that you might think um, may not think valuable to you, but you but definitely could be valuable to your employees. The genesis of this company, Patient, P-A-Y-T-I-E-N-T, came about from just the simple fact that many folks are living paycheck to paycheck and any type of financial emergency could be very disruptive to the over, overall financial well-being of individuals and families. And so at its genesis, this service seeks to help employees and employers <clears throat> help employees stretch the cost of unexpected healthcare visits, whether it be for an individual, for a family member, and they even go so far as to offer it for pets. But essentially this works as a debit transaction that you can do at a doctor's office, a pharmacy, even a vet's office. Um, and it allows you to pay for healthcare expenses and then stretch those payments over time via some type of payroll deduction. Now, this is a great service to consider if you're fully insured or self-funded, and you can listen to some of the options that Chris and his company has to offer to employers, and whether or not you're okay with accepting the risk or allowing patient to take the risk, the credit risk, if you will, of people in default. It's an interesting, very interesting company, and something during these uncertain times you should definitely consider, because your folks with the economy being in turmoil, are going to be stretched even more than they are. And if something comes up and they need a way to help pay for healthcare expenses, this is a really cool way to do it. Listen on and welcome to the Solving Healthcare Podcast Show. Good morning, everybody. Uh, this is Mike Andrade. My, my commitment personally is to identify and promote companies that are positively disrupting the healthcare space or providing a unique value proposition to their customers. So in 2020, I'm gonna send out more, more invitations to future webinars and my commitment is to make them interesting and a valuable use of your time. Today, we're gonna to talk about patient, how it works, the problem they're trying to solve and how could it help your business and help you retain employees. I want to level set the solution though because the content today was specific about avoiding financial harm and there are many solutions that you could implement off anniversary but given the time of year felt that this was a very appropriate conversation to have because this really could be a stressful time of year for some of your folks so ask yourself the question do I have folks that are living paycheck to paycheck that could use help uh, because they either have to do they either have to ask themselves the question, do I pay rent? Do I put food on the table or do I get the health care that I need? And so the Federal Reserve puts out a report every year. And there were this is essentially a report on the economic well-being of the households. Uh, this is the year-end report ended 2019. Interesting thing about this is that four out of 10 people would have difficulty paying a surprise $400 bill. Now that's not just 
uh, for medical purposes, that's for anything. That could be the brakes went out on my car too. I need a, a major doctor's service. And so that's any type of surprise bill. 20% of adults had major unexpected medical bills to pay. And of those folks, four in 10 have some unpaid debt. 24% uh, of adults went without some form of medical care because they just couldn't afford it. And further looking at the graph at the bottom when asked how folks would cover emergency expense, you can see the category is from one, I'm gonna put it on my credit card, I'm gonna sell something, I'm gonna use a payday loan, or I just wouldn't be able to pay the expense because I can't afford it. And so uh, as we talk about this service today, uh, Chris would like to introduce, he's been a great friend of mine and he is the head of product and partner development for a company called Patient. Along the way, if you have any, any questions, please, please feel free to ask because we will either stop or um, answer the questions at the end. So Chris, take it away, bud. Thank you so much, Mike, and, and thank you everyone for attending uh, attending today's webinar. Again, I'm, I'm excited to tell you about Patient. I think it's a, a particularly unique uh, program that's relevant for, for millions of Americans today. And I want to start by giving you a little bit of history. Um, Patient was founded by a gentleman named Brian Worley, who's an engineer by training and worked for a hospital system for over a decade. And one of the things they did at his hospital that was particularly unique was they allowed their employees to pay uh, medical bills, hospital bills, via payroll deduction at 0% interest. So if Julie is a hospital orderly and has a $500 bill that she couldn't afford, instead of having to put it on a credit card or take out a 401k loan, she could pay it back via payroll deduction at 0% interest. Everybody loved it. And Brian thought this was a great idea, but the problem was it only worked for employees of that hospital and for bills from that hospital. And so he said, okay, could I take this concept and make it into something that works for any employer and any provider? And that's exactly what we do at Patient. And our mission at Patient is to eliminate preventable financial harm in healthcare. And I'll talk more about what that means in a couple of slides. But really the, the goal for us, and I think for every employer, is to make sure care is early, effective, and affordable. This is a quick study that Mike touched on a little bit early on, but this is from the Kaiser Family Foundation that looked at healthcare premiums over the last 20 years. And family premiums just crossed 20 grand in this year. And obviously, if costs have continued to rise, one of the one of the feedback or, or one of the responses that employers have taken is that they've raised deductibles, deductibles, co-pays, co-insurance, et cetera. 20 years ago, my deductible was 500 bucks. This year, it's $6,000. And the challenge is it creates essentially what we call preventable financial harm. The idea behind this is that employees often have choices that are harmful to their financial health, meaning that let's use myself as an example. You know, someone has a $6,000 deductible. Let's say I have to go get care and it's a thousand or $2,000 bill. I may be forced to either skip or delay the care that my doctor says I need because I can't afford it. Or do I get the care I need, but I have to go put it on a credit card at 32% interest or take a 401k loan or sell some personal uh, items for me, skip my rent payment? You know, those choices of either skipping the care you need or taking, making financial decisions that are harmful for your health, we think are equally bad for employers. We think there's a better way. What we do at Patient, Patient is an on-demand line of credit for not only medical expenses, but medical, dental, pharmacy, vision, and vet expenses. And what this allows employees to do is to turn an unplanned expense into manageable payments. And the cool thing is it's all with no cost to the employee. You can see some screenshots of the app on the screen, but essentially employees, anytime they have a bill, 
again, medical, dental, pharmacy, vision, or vet expenses, they simply tap the app. It generates a virtual Visa card instantly. They use that Visa card to pay that bill. And the employee is able to select how long they want to take to pay it back via payroll deduction up to one full year. So for example, you have a $340 bill. You can see um, I paid, I can pick how long do I want to take to pay it back. Do I want to do three checks at $113, five at 68, 10 at 34? Whatever I want to pick, I simply select how long I want to take to pay it back, hit set payment now, and it automatically comes out of my paycheck. The employee pays nothing other than what they borrow. There's no interest, no credit check, no fees. I only pay back exactly what I borrow down to the penny. And the reason this matters so much when we think about kind of the current options available to your to your employees, again, if someone's making, you know, uh, um, well, I think what you're saying, Chris, is current options that available to employees are some of the things we've covered in advance that what the Fed has acknowledged. It's, uh, you know, do we defer care? Do we use high interest rate credit cards? Do we use our emergency funds or do we just don't do it because we can't afford it? So the question for the employers out there is, is if you have employees in this bucket of need or if you just want to provide a really cool benefit that says, I'm going to give you this service that can stretch out payments over time. Um, you can give your employees that option. And so whether it's to cover a dire need or just to be flexible with your workforce, this is a cool option that you could consider. So Chris, with that in mind, uh, please continue, continue, bud. Yeah, sure. So thank, thank you so much, Mike. And I'm sorry for my, uh, my audio, uh, audio dropped for a moment. But when we think about kind of what we do at patient, again, this is a benefit by employers. So we do charge employers a small per employee per month uh, fee to administer our program. That includes our technology. That includes patient being the one to fund the transaction. So when your employees are at the hospital, they're at the doctor, they're at their dermatologist, the pharmacy, the dentist, and they use the patient app, patient is the one sending money to that provider over the visa network. And also patient is the one bearing risk, meaning that if an employee um, terminates employment before their payment plan is complete, that liability and debt is not, there's no way, no liability to the employer whatsoever. Patient is the one holding that risk. Um, so there's no risk to the employee, what employer whatsoever. And again, employees pick their own payment plan um, on a transaction by transaction basis. When Mike or Chris or Susie, whenever they use patient, they get to select on each individual transaction how long they want to take to pay it back. So if it's a smaller bill, maybe it's a $50 prescription at CVS and they want to pay that back over two checks, they can't. Maybe it's a more expensive bill at the hospital or for an MRI and they want to pay, space it out over 10 or 15 checks, they can. And again, our whole goal is to help employers save money, but do it in a way that enhances employees' health by making sure employees can get the care they need when they need it and not put themselves in financial harm in order to do it. When we think high level about kind of you know, why employees and why employers are doing patient, on the employee side, there are a couple of things I want to touch on uh, very quickly. Number one is it allows employees to access care earlier and at a lower cost. Um, you know, Mike touched on it a little bit earlier from the Federal Reserve, 26% of adults skipped or delayed care in 2017 because they couldn't afford it. Obviously, when people are skipping or delaying care, that has a negative consequence for employers down the road. 
In addition, with all the growth in HDHPs, a lot of employees are stressed. They're scared to death to go to the doctor. They're scared to death to use their insurance because no longer do you have a $10 copay or a $250 deductible. If you've got a $6,000 deductible like me, it can be incredibly scary to go to the doctor because you have no idea how much money it's going to cost you. From the employer's perspective, we've seen a significant reduction in turnover. We have case studies and ROI analysis we can share on that. It's also a great shock absorber to keep plan design changes employee friendly. You know, when you're raising your deductibles or out-of-pocket maxes, giving people a credit line to be able to smooth out those bumps is a big deal. And we're incredibly proud of our utilization data. You know, this is a relevant benefit for millions of Americans. We're seeing utilization in the mid to high 30% range with 90% of our users using it 2.9 times or more. So this is not something people try once and think it's not a great idea. They use it and they use it over and over and over again because it's simple, it solves a problem, and again, keeps them out of financial harm. Um, we do have a couple of, uh, of, of comments from some of our users. And I know, uh, Mike, you had some questions and I, I welcome any questions or dialogue you have. Sure. Chris, thanks, bud. By the way, that was a very quick summary, but I wanted to make sure I understood the application and that essentially you as an employer could, uh, if you signed up for this service, uh, employees would download an app and then that would facilitate a financial transaction between a provider or, uh, well, uh, between a provider and the patient, right? And so um, what what is the employer's responsibility in all this because as we talk about implementation all of that just having additional stuff to do might be a pain in the you know what so can you talk a little bit about um, what's the employer's responsibility and what flexibility you have in terms of the design of the service itself so credit limit that type of thing great question so we pride ourselves on really making patient an easy thing to administer from employers we really just need three things we need a signed service agreement we need eligibility, so the same data you're sending to your medical carriers. And then we do um, want to understand your payroll system, You know what, how often you're processing payroll, who your payroll vendor is. We actually integrate with most of the major payroll systems, and we can add new ones You know, within about 30 days' notice. So we'll provide a deduction file to the employer formatted for ADP, paychecks, paycor, whatever. So it's an easy file for them to get, upload it in seconds, run payroll, and they're, and they're off doing their day. In terms of program customization, there are multiple variables that the employer can control. Uh, the biggest one is the credit limit. So kind of like a dental plan or life insurance plan, you can buy different credit limit maxes. So we have traditional programs at one, two, and $3,000. In addition, um, the employer does have the ability to bear risk if they want to. So if it's a larger employer and you're self-funded and you're used to bearing some risk, you can actually self-fund patient as well, which allows you to set whatever credit limit you want, set the max repayment plan, and really have a lot more flexibility about what you want the program to look like. Cool. So a couple of questions that have come up is like, what happens when someone leaves? Great question. So let's say uh, Susie borrows $500 and she's paid part of it back, still owes $150 and she's terminating employment. Um, we would shut off access to her card so she can't use any new charges on it. And then we would message her inside the app saying, Susie, you still owe us $150. How do you want to pay it back? And she has a couple of options. She can either withhold that loan balance from her last check, number one. Uh, or number two, she can continue making payments still in the same term at 0% interest. But those payments will be made via debit card or uh, bank transfer. Patient actually connects with over 10,000 banks and credit unions. So she can 
continue making her payment of, let's say, $50 every two weeks straight out of her Chase account, Wells Fargo account, et cetera. But the employer has no liability or responsibility once uh, that employee has terminated employment. All right. And then you said this, there's a few options, right? One is patient takes all the risk. Patient, your company takes all the risk. And so that's going to have a, a, I would imagine, a higher per employee per month fee associated with that. But, but also, in terms of the payment flexibility, what's the maximum repayment terms under the the patient risk accepted accepted model? A great question. So when patient is the one bearing risk, the max repayment term is one year from the date of the transaction. So if I charge something today, which I believe is December 18th, I would uh, be able to stretch that out until December 18th uh, of 2020. So it's one year from the date of the transaction. So for most employers, if you're doing payroll, Twice a month, you know, someone could stretch it out uh, up from anywhere from one paycheck to 24 paychecks uh, to get to a full year. And so what if you're paid weekly? Would you have the ability within the app to say, you know, I can afford $25 a paycheck and that turns out to X number of pay periods or how does that work? Yeah, correct. So when we when we load up the uh, when we create your profile in the app, we understand what your payroll cycle is and we actually can do custom payroll cycles for different segments of the population. So if you have some people that are paid weekly and some that are paid twice a month, we can accommodate that. And whenever you open up the app, it will show you uh, the max number of deductions based on your payroll cycle. And when you scroll through and pick the deduction amount, it automatically does the math for you. So if it's a thousand dollar bill, you can pick, okay, five checks is 200, 10 is 1,000, you know, 1575. So she does the math. So every time you pick, it shows you exactly what's going to come out of your checks and how many checks it's going to take to pay off that transaction. Okay. And I think you said you average about three transactions per year per participant, right? That's what we're seeing right now. And it is increasing every single month. You know, we've been around uh, almost two years now. We've got dozens of clients and every month, in fact, we just saw the numbers in December, month to date in December uh, is 28% up over November. And almost every month we're increasing somewhere between 15 and 30% on a transaction by transaction basis. So we expect that to continue to rise. But right now it is the average user is used at 2.9 times. Okay. Well, so that being case, I just wanted to make sure I understood that the uh, credit would fluctuate. So whatever the credit limit is uh, for the, that you've established for the plan, that would fluctuate based on um, their need. Is that correct? Yeah, correct. So the, the credit limit is, is de the uh, max credit is, is determined by the employer. So you can, again, pick a different credit limit, but the credit limit does refresh. So it operates kind of like a traditional credit card. So as you spend money, the available credit drops, but as you repay it, the available credit uh, credit line uh, increases back again. So you could certainly, if you have a, a two thousand dollar limit, you could, you know, in theory, run ten thousand dollars through patient, depending on how quickly you repay the money you borrow. All right, cool. And the last question that came up is, uh, I have an FSA now. Why would I want to use patient if? my folks can already defer the cost of care. So could you answer that one real quick? Yeah, absolutely. So FSAs are great. In our mind, patient does not replace an FSA. It's kind of a, an, an in addition or an alternative option to it for a couple of reasons, right? The biggest one is that FSAs, you have to declare upfront how much you're going to put in. So, you know, I have to declare right now in December what my healthcare expenses are going to be in 2020. 
And the sad fact is most healthcare expenses are unpredictable. You don't know you're going to get sick or get the flu or break your leg in 2020. Um, when we look nationally, the average FSA contribution is about $250 per employee. Well, the average out-of-pocket expenses for healthcare only, not even taking into account dental, vision, et cetera, is over $1,700. So you've got this big gap of $1,500, $1,600 per person where people don't have money in their FSA, but they have a real expense. And the question becomes, what do they do there? Are they putting on a credit card, 401k loan, et cetera? Because patient, there's no election, there's no use or lose it. It's there when you need it. It really helps solve those unpredictable expenses. That's where we see patient solving a real problem. Well, cool. Yeah, and another, I guess another cool point is we got, well, first of all, we got to wrap up, but because we promised 20 minutes or less, um, is that this is a service that will not ding someone's credit because you're not going to the credit uh, institutions of the world. This is between you and the patient, or if the plan does want to do a self-funded option, um, it's not something that would go against credit. So it would be a benefit to the employees as well from that perspective. Um, so with that, Chris, if people want to get a hold of you, how do they do that? Yeah, absolutely. My contact info is uh, on the screen right now. You have my phone number and email address. Welcome to contact me, or I'd certainly encourage you to reach out, reach out to uh, Mike Andrade. He's an incredibly innovative consultant. Love his podcast. He's always out there bringing great ideas to employers. And I sincerely appreciate the opportunity to share patient with his uh, audience today. Yeah, likewise, if you have uh, a want or a need to uh, discover other companies that are positively disrupting healthcare, sign on to www.solvinghealthcare.net and there would be a, under the podcast link, you can put in your information. That'll be a way for you to contact me or you can also reach out to me directly on my phone number there, 832-236-8966. Have an awesome day, everyone. Thank you, Mike. Yep. Thank you, Chris. Thank you for listening to this episode of Solving Healthcare. If you like this episode, please rate it and also provide your comments. If you would like to know how this service or others could fit within your organization, or if you'd like to sign up for future podcasts and news updates, please go to www.solvinghealthcare.net and click on contact.